Good morning, Super Kicking with Stephen fans. Your eyes do not deceive, deceive you. We are here back, ready to rock and or roll for another night of WrestleMania. Man, if night one was any indication, Greg, night two, we uh, we should be in for a good night. Yeah, man. It's like we said yesterday, that this is the one weekend where WWE stops being sports entertainment and is pro wrestling. And that's what it felt like last night because everybody from the top uh, KO and Stone Cold all the way down to the first ones out the curtain, you know, Boogs and Nakamura, everybody, they really turned their game up to 10 and broke the knob. Everybody brought their best foot forward and it was an awesome show. Uh, even those matches we were, you know, tempted to hit the uh, fast forward on everybody brought it and it was an amazing show yeah yeah and there's definitely some little surprises here and there i think prediction or result wise that we'll talk about um especially because if we get into nxt definitely uh some interesting results there so i say we just get right to it let's look at nxt um i did not realize this was going to be on the kickoff show greg but as i uh turned it on at about 12 30 12 40 um, this match was already happening, and then I thought I missed some other stuff, but this was a legit kickoff match. Um, but Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai defeat Toxic's Attraction to win the NXT Women's Tag Team titles. Now, you know, technically this is their second run. <laughs> the first run, I think they held for an hour, and then they lost that same night uh, because they were the inaugural uh, women's champions, I believe. So yeah, I think my biggest thinking is... <laughs> I think we just got to unify them, have Raquel Dakota come up, whoever wins tonight. I just, I don't know. I, I, I mean, Toxic Attraction really did kind of, you know, help make them mean something with them, you know, JCJ and Gigi. Um, but if you're going to have Raquel Dakota, and then, like I said, I think it's going to change hands tonight. I would rather see it down the road, probably just unify. And then the women's are just defended across brands, you know, then you could have kind of, especially if you're going to do this kind of main roster NXT, you know, with Dolph Ziggler type, uh, why not? So, um, but were you surprised, Greg, to see that Raquel and Dakota picked up the win? No, they started painting this weird picture and, you know, you, you don't just tease a reunion like that and then not have it end so quickly. Yeah. So kind of expected them to win now that they're reformed, um, you know, pretty much without any explanation because, you know, why did they love each other all of a sudden? They just, you know, we've been beating each other's brains out for the past year, but I've missed you so much. So it's, you know, there's a whole lot of context missing there, but maybe it'll get explained as we go. Maybe it won't. But uh, in the end, I think the whole point is to, um, have a legit tag team to face the new uh, women's champions, you know, that'll get crowned tonight. And because the tag team division is dreadful in uh, WWE on the women's side. So, you know, at least this way you put a formidable tag team in front of, you know, predictably Sasha and Naomi. And maybe a few uh, Survivor Series, we include NXT this time, and then you can have the women's tag team titles, but 
maybe it's just a toxic relationship, Greg, of Dakota and Raquel. Eh? Ah. Eh? Eh? No, anyways, <laughs> I, I, I had that written down on my, no, I didn't, but um, anyways, yeah, it, like you said, I hope that they give some explanation on Tuesday night, you know, like, you know, we, we always knew we'd come back together or so, I don't, you know, something, you got to give some sort of explanation, but um, now I believe you did predict this one, right, though, Cameron Grimes is our new North American title, especially hey. with that little, you know, tribute right before the show or not, or whatever it was, they had him, you know, saying, uh, I'm doing this for my dad and whatnot. Um, some names in there, Greg, I guess let's look at, so obviously Cameron Grimes, I think he's going to, you know, carry the title. I guess that's the thing. Where do we see him carrying the title? Do you feel like he's going to be a transitional, maybe three to four month champion, maybe six to eight months? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking more three to four months. Yeah, that sounds about right. You know, the, the other guys are just not ready yet. Waller's Waller right got the on the cusp last but night. He still I mean, needs he, some. I think he got the biggest reaction. And now Brady well, he went through a freaking ta- our ladder, almost ripped off yeah, his arm with his elbow. <laughs> his elbow. So <laughs> hopefully he's okay. Um, but you know, and that's what's funny too. Like you give him almost a sympathetic spot, but he's your biggest heel. So that's an interesting, you know, dynamic to do there. Uh, what about Carmelo? Do we think maybe he goes after the NXT title? Maybe gets featured in those spots, or I don't, I don't know where he goes next. Yeah, I mean, you, there's so much you can do with him, though. He is the most charismatic star that they have right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's money on the mic. He looks great. His uh, ring work is solid. And, you know, he always gives you an entertaining match. So yeah. uh, you can have him chase Cameron for a little bit. You can move him up to the world title pitcher mm-hmm. and have him in a ego off with Dolph Ziggler yeah. or eventually Braun Breaker, which would be entertaining also. Uh, there's so many things you could do with him. He's too soon for a main roster with him, but um, you can send him in any direction. You can make Hitman Trick a, cha- a tag team. Yeah, um, and that's what, so, yeah, I almost wonder if they might do that route. That gives more um, seasoning to Trick Williams, too, because obviously he probably needs it. So, um, And then, you know, Solo, we still think, I, I mean, if they do the draft in May-ish, maybe June, July, I think Solo's up. You know, I think now, you know, especially with the Usos winning last night, uh, great, I, I, it sounds like they might have won because of the injury, but... Um, I still think they're going to win no matter what, uh, you know, and then if you have Roman still rolling, I mean, it just right. makes all sense. And then Santos, I still think Santos needs to be up too. I think Escobar just, I mean, it just feels like he needs to be up as well, but you know, there's always so much room for everybody. So um, yeah. What about uh Champa's last match in NXT? Nice little tribute with the water spitting of triple H and the nice, I didn't yep. realize it was on, Premium plus Peacock, expensive, <laughs> whatever, you know, it's probably not, it's probably a little bit more, but anyways, at least they did show that moment because that was a nice little moment. And now like, you know, we brought up Tony D'Angelo is going to be that next kind of, you know, maybe secondary heel right under Grace of Waller um, to yeah. kind of get going, but a good little match, you know, and I guess we'll see what Champa does on the main roster. Yeah, it was definitely a good match to hang your hat on as you walk out the door um they both was 
you know, crazy effort and, uh, you know, super solid match. The crowd was really into it. Um, so very happy for Champa because, you know, this is, you know, he's on the way up. He's going to main roster, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, maybe SmackDown after, after, you know, next weekend or yeah. this coming yeah. Friday. Oh, yeah, um, yeah definitely. Especially because, like we said, he was in that Battle Royal. But that was Raw and SmackDown stars, so um, you know we'll see where he goes and um, where he where he's positioned. But um, maybe upset of the night, MSK. Is this maybe make or break for them with the tag team titles? Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, just judging by the crowd reaction, it doesn't seem like the crowd was very into it either. I mean, you know, on the three count, of course, everybody pops for it, but. Um, throughout I don't the match, think they really kind of blocked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the creeds were so over, and that's why I was so surprised that you just didn't pull the trigger on them winning the titles. Um, but like, I mean, I don't. I guess it's probably because I guess you know we got to believe MSK still got about another year or two <laughs> on a contract, so probably not that make or break. But still, now's the time to really see what you can do with them. I guess I don't know, but um, you know. I, I just I'm really surprised that they went MSK with tag team titles here. So um, probably no surprise. Mandy Rose ends up you know retaining the title. Uh, I think Cora J proved me wrong. I think she does. She she really cared her own in that match. I thought. Uh, I'm still not feeling her. I mean, like MSK, I see what they're getting at, but she hasn't really done anything to make me really want to root for her um she had one awesome mat or one awesome move on kaylee ray on the apron um that was pretty sick but aside from that she's just like in a like a you know screaming 20 year old in there yeah. you know flailing her arms and punches and you know i'm not buying it on her so hopefully she can you know do you know, define their character some more, add some moves, and you know, get better. And that's why they're down there is to, yeah. you know, hone their craft and add some layers to what they're doing. So, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not closing the book on her, but I'm I'm still not there yet with her. Yeah, uh, Guthrie picked up the big win. No big surprise there. You know, pretty solid match between LA Knight and him. And you know, like we've said all along, I think LA Knight main roster bound, uh, but how about uh, Dolph Ziggler defeating Braun? Does Braun get the call up, or are we good now? I guess there were spots to show that Braun still has a way to get into the title picture. I mean, do you think they want to pop a rating for like NXT Tuesday? Not this coming Tuesday, but some Tuesday. You know, maybe they'll call to you know whatever special event, and then Braun wins then, or or what are we doing with Braun right now? Yeah, yeah, he he is staying the title chase for uh, the championship. I mean, Ziggler's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fun little rivalry, and it's way too soon for main roster. So, it it would be a huge mistake to bring him up now. He's not nearly ready. Uh, you can tell a couple of those spots in those in the match were pretty sketchy, and so he's still got some work to do. He looks like a million bucks. He, you know, carries himself well in promos. And, uh, you know, his matches are, are good and solid, but 
he's still got some work to do. You can tell by watching that match that, you know, there was some, you know, some miscarries and yeah. some, you know, Ziggler had to save him a couple times. So, um, but that's the point why he's down there to, to get that training, get that seasoning, get that muscle memory. So definitely too early for main roster, but, you know, he can stay in the mix for Jeff Shipp picture as long as he's down there. And, you know, another month or two, you know, you, you find the next big uh, premium event, maybe the one that piggybacks on SummerSlam or what money, money in the bank comes before SummerSlam, right? Yeah. So, so you can do it money got, in the bank weekend. Yeah. We got Backlash. Um, I wonder, oh, Hell in a Cell in June, because that's in Chicago. And then I believe Money in the Bank, then SummerSlam. So we got, you know, quite a bit of, you know, time between. And, and then, like I said, I almost wonder if you might try to pop a rating on Tuesday night and give him the title, you know, just to kind of let that <laughs> marinate. But, you know, we'll kind of, I guess technically he did win it at Halloween Havoc, which was on a Tuesday night. So <laughs> what, what, what surprised me, I guess, if he, um, cause right now, you know, who else it's, I mean, Guthrie probably coming after the title, I would think. Um, yep. I mean, uh, like we said, maybe Carmelo and maybe Waller just gets a title shot just to kind of see what he could do. I don't, you know, I don't think he's going to win it, but, um, you know, there's, there's not many names, you know, right now that I feel like are, are ready to step it up with Dolph yet. So, right. um, especially since all their all the names you mentioned are pretty much heels. Yeah, so, and that's the downfall right now. So. And then, so you have Breaker, and then who's next? Uh, yeah, you know, Grimes has the North American title now, and uh, you know, LA can't win a match to save his life, mm-hmm. and there's there's not really a line behind them. So that's, that is pretty interesting to notice that yeah, it's very heavy on the heels and that's why i thought maybe braun well that's why i assume braun would have won because he'd have all those heels chasing him um because right yeah right now it's braun breaker as the the heavy face and then cameron grimes and that's about it i mean there's not there's not a heavy face crowd down there right now so um that's really all i got for stay to deliver anything you want to cap off with that we'll take a quick commercial break after that and uh get into WrestleMania night one because uh there's a few things to talk about there right yeah a few a few yeah <laughs> um it just props to you know everybody involved in that ladder match that ladder match was insane um anybody who hasn't watched it yet go do it because they really brought it this is the first time that a nxt pay-per-view uh in the 2.0 era felt like a black That's and a- gold that's over. what I was going to ask you. Like, this felt like, I mean, the crowd, plus it had a, you know, a pretty good sized crowd. I mean, I don't yeah. know what the attendance was, but um, you, you're, that, that's what I kept seeing at the, the Twitter feed. You know, the social media cues were saying this felt like a legit, you know, a real takeover event. Right. And, you know, that's, that's really on the talent. I mean, we keep talking about that, you know, it's time to shut up or put up or shut up, as they say. And, I thought everybody kind of carried themselves well. And hopefully that translates now to Tuesday nights and kind of keep that momentum rolling. So yeah. um, let's do a quick commercial break for Rogue Energy. And then uh, 
man, we got we got a few things to talk about for WrestleMania <laughs> Night One. It was a it was a hot event. With WrestleMania night one last night, there's something that came out of every match, um, practically, Greg. You know, we don't have to get too deep in some matches, but um, just to start off the night, the Usos defeating Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs, a big story there, of course. Um, well, first off, sponsored by Mike's Hard Lemonade, the new tag team. <laughs> I guess there's only time, Greg, before um, some wrestler or some tag team would be sponsored by some product um, i'm still waiting for the snickers to be sponsoring somebody with all the damn snickers commercials we see so um, <laughs> i'm sure there'll be some match tonight dedicated to snickers but um you know i thought nakamura looked finally kind of like an old like nakamura of old i really thought you know the entrance he seemed to just be taking it all in and all that but unfortunately rick boogs uh he uh, gets hit with an injury halfway through or towards the end, and it's a, it sounds like a legit injury. Uh, they carried mm-hmm. him off. The doctors had to look at him. So now my downfall is, you know, my my downside is thinking now, what's Nakamura going to do? Even though we know he can do singles run, I feel like they really want to push him with Rick Fuchs. So do you think Nakamura gets a little time as a singles guy, or now does he go to the side and have to wait till Rick Fuchs gets back? Yeah, um, you could do either. Um, I would love to see him go on a singles run, um, but who are you going to, you know, send him after? I mean, you're going to do face versus face against Ricochet for the uh, for his title. Yeah. Um, there aren't many places for him to go. Really, to make sense. You're not going to put him in a program with Roman right now, and um, you know, even if Brock wins, that that. That's not going to make any sense either. So it is kind of a thing where, you know, maybe you take some time off until Boogs is ready. Um, great match for as long as it lasted. And this is what I was saying. You, you could tell everybody was on their A game. They were all the way turned up. And, uh, you know, the Usos were the Usos. It was great. Um I'm really heartbroken for Boogs, you know, this being his first, you know, WrestleMania, his yeah. first chance in the show and uh, to go down, you know, on a spot like that, which, you know, you'd say is unnecessary because we've seen him do that move, you know, multiple times. But again, it's WrestleMania. You want to show all your best stuff. You want to, you know, you got more eyes on you right now than you ever have, you know, in your life. You know, all the people watching around the world, everybody in the stadium. And uh, so you feel like, you know why he feels like he's Superman. He can, you know, do that move 
um, the way you did. It just went bad for him. So um, get well, boo, get well, boobs. Easy for me to say. But um, now he'll just build up those legs even more because man, his his top half is is good, is there. But now you got to build up that bottom half, and obviously, if you get yeah. surgery, you can build up the strength again. But I like the way commentary kind of covered it up as well, like saying, yeah, you know, Jimmy jumped on top to cause. <laughs> cause boobs not to pick him up so um you know i because i don't know i i think they i assume they knew he was probably hurt right away so it was a good way yeah. to try to um and well mcafee scared me right off the bat when he jumped off that uh the table i thought oh god he's gonna like split an ankle or you know sprain his ankle or tear tear something with that jump <laughs> yet i was like um you know so that was i i just couldn't get over mike's hard lemonade plastered all over the guitar amps I mean, all over there, like Nakamura almost looked like a flaming like bag of Cheetos or something like that, or, you know, Doritos. So I was like, just give me the Nakamura with white or black or red. Like, that's all I need Nakamura. And I don't need him in hot, bright orange, you know, whatever, but uh, and yellowish. So um, Drew McIntyre, the first man ever to kick out of end of days. Like, that's pretty legit. So he has to he has to be in the title picture next, Craig, right? Well, I don't see why not. I mean, he's he's got that uh, history with both guys, mm-hmm. and um, you know now he doesn't have to go through it in the uh, you know no crowd era. You know he's going to yeah. get his full appreciation for when this rap the uh, rivalry resumes, and you have to figure that him being in such a uh, hot garbage type of feud for WrestleMania that, you know, there's got to be a, a payoff down the line for him. And this is probably it. So, um, you know, the match is what it is. It was fine, you know, next, but um, I'm looking forward to, you know, better days ahead for Drew. So, you know, good win. Oh, and, sorry. You know, uh, I was gonna say probably his fault that the New Day match got cut, literally because he can, he cuts the ring ropes and they're still fixing it, you know, in the next match when the Mysterios are trying to come out there. So uh, that might have been the delay that kind of cut the New Day and uh, Sheamus and Ridge from uh, from the you know things. So hopefully Drew gave them a little apology, you know, because who knows if they thought <laughs> I think they thought they were gonna get it fixed quicker. And like they were still fixing it, you know, when they came back. So, um, because you know, one thing, Greg, we didn't get enough video packages last night. Oh man, no, (laughs) not at all. So, um, which I understand, but uh, well, that's the thing with Drew, the title picture, he's not gonna, he's not gonna win it anytime soon. So, do you just have him keep losing in title matches? Because I can't see Roman losing, I, you know, and if Brock retains both them tonight, I don't see him beating, well, I guess he could maybe beat Brock, but. I don't see him beating Roman for the titles. Do you? No, I don't. Um, so that's why it's hard. To, I mean, I want him in the title picture because where else can he go? I mean, if he goes to IC title, I mean, you might as well beat Ricochet because what, I mean, you know, and then maybe he can try to build that up like the Miz, you know, type, but, um, or do some open challenge. But yeah, it, Drew's an interesting position. I, I don't know if it was a safe feud Maybe they thought the neck injury was a little more legit. I mean, he did come back right away, it seemed like, but maybe they just wanted to put him in something kind of, you know, 
under the radar to see if everything was working fine. And yeah. now they know, but, um, or, you know, maybe he wins money in the bank. So you could just hold on to that for a little bit. And then when, when they think he's ready to cash in, he can cash in. But uh, I just feel I've kind of conflicted with Drew because I really want to see him win the title. But at the same time, I don't think that he's going to be the one to beat Roman. So, um, yeah, he's in a he's in an interesting spot to say the least. So, uh, how about the Miz turning on Logan Paul? Are we going to see the <laughs> Miz and Logan Paul at WrestleMania Backlash? Because I mean, that's four weeks away or whatever it is. Do you think Logan Paul is around for like a short run, Greg? Yeah, I, unfortunately. Um... I'm or happy could it be with, just more the Miz just showing it's all about the Miz and you know we just kind of move on. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with it just being a one-off. Yeah. Um, however, you know, you, you want to you know close the story with with the whole Logan Paul thing, and I don't think this is the end of it just from the way they left it. Um, so, you know, extend it four more weeks, have them do a little, you know banter in the ring, see if Logan can get, you know, the crowd on his side and, and get his, you know, payback before he leaves. But um, I think there's going to be, you know, a one-on-one. It, uh, yeah, sadly, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody wants that, you know. Yeah, because no- Logan, Logan Paul does not have a face that people want. And, oh, my God, Jake Paul – on the pre-show, I don't even think the um, the commentators knew what to do with him because he was just out of his mind with what he, you know, he just, yeah, he was all over the place. So, um, and how about Logan Paul coming out with that rare Pokemon card just wearing as a necklace? <laughs> I'm like, what in the world is going on? So, um, yeah, like you said, I'm hoping it just is a Miz one-off thing where just showing it's all about the Miz and we move on. LA Knight comes out and, you know, Miz and LA Knight start feuding. So, yeah. um, and nothing really to write home about. I mean, Logan Paul looked fine. You know, I didn't think he, you know, and they even brought up Bad Bunny from last year. So, right. You know, that, There's no Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny was just a once in a celebrity generation that that happened. You just worked out right. But, uh, you know, so, um, how about Bianca Belair defeating Becky Lynch? And uh, Bianca now 2-0 at WrestleMania, I believe. So I joked with my family, Greg, 19 wins away from being <laughs> The Undertaker, 21-0. But anyway, so um, probably match of the night, second match of the night. Yeah, I give it match of the night for sure. I thought they pulled – and Becky pulled out some stuff that we haven't seen from her, and I think even Bianca pulled out some stuff. Like this was the this probably should have been the SummerSlam match that people wanted, mm-hmm. but we got the match that is the redemption story, and ultimately that's what we needed out of, for Bianca. And you know now she should start rolling, and uh, it'll be interesting where Becky goes though, because I feel like I always want Becky the title picture, but then also at the yeah. same time, Becky probably needs a break from the title picture. Yeah. Um... And I was thinking the same thing you were thinking of with the moves. I remember um, one of my favorite things about WrestleMania used to be, and I think they kind of got away with it from this, 
but there was a good long stretch of time where every WrestleMania, a wrestler somewhere would break out a new move that we hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing I look forward to every year. And I'd say for at least a good decade, every year, somebody unveiled a new move that was awesome. You know, it wasn't a finisher most of the time, but it was still a, a move that stuck out. Like uh, Brock Lesnar doing the shooting star on Kurt Angle, almost breaking his neck. Uh, just something that, you know, we're so used for, to uh, seeing them all year. And then they break out this new move. We know we haven't seen that before. Like that's last Oz. year, he brought right. out the UFO spin or whatever they called it. So, and he yeah. said he had to pull that off in decades or years. So that was kind of cool to see last year. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was thinking with Bianca when she did that 450. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, have I ever seen that before? And because yeah. that seemed like a very new move. And then uh, mm-hmm. Becky too with that uh, that inverted suplex off the top mm-hmm. rope uh, mm-hmm. on Bianca. So they definitely just brought it. And hands down, matching the night. Loved the finish. Uh, that KOD was picture perfect. Mm-hmm. And um, you couldn't have ended it better. So, you know, congrats, Bianca. And, you know, Becky, you know, she deserves some time off. You know, that's the route. You know, go reinvent yourself a little bit. And it's interesting to see where she goes because, you know, she's only been back since SummerSlam. So, yep. you know, how how do you reposition her now? Or do you make her more, I hate, you know, almost psychotic? <laughs> or, you know, more like... Uh, you know, her husband? To get the t- yeah, like her. Well, that's the thing. Like now that we got, it was a tough night for the Rollins Lynch household, Greg. Uh, <laughs> I mean, in a way, it was probably their best night when you consider they had the top two matches of the night. Um, but yeah, in kayfabe, it was a rough night for them. But yeah, in the end, I mean, everybody's talking about them because of what they were able to do. And we'll get right into it. Uh, I've never been more happy to be wrong, but they damn. Raphael talking me into the Undertaker route last night, Greg. <laughs> I uh, this cost me, uh, uh, you know, my my scorecard with my family. We did our little predictions and scoring round, and uh, yeah, um, Cody Rhodes back in WWE. You know, some people say Greg, this was the end game all along. I still don't. I think in a way, he didn't realize it was the end game until like recently, like trying to get back. You know what? Like. I truly think he left because he had to prove himself. And I think he want, you know, I think he wanted to stay out uh, because he probably thought, well, I, you know, if I go back, they might just, but, you know, some people are saying, oh, he knew he was doing this six years ago or whatever. I mean, some people are good players, Greg. <laughs> some, I, but that, you know, that would be a very long end game. So, uh, but he has everything back. The, the, you know, the kingdom song, the look, I mean, it's Cody Rhodes. And it was awesome to see him. Like, you could tell that there was a little bit of emotion there. And, man, he was beat up. Like, I don't know if he had been taking bumps in a couple months, Greg, but, I mean, he had a goose egg on his head. <laughs> he had his back was all beat up. Yep. And then Seth, I mean, Seth was pulling out moves. Uh, what did he do? The inverted suplex, I believe, into the dragon sleeper? Or yeah, he did. Cody. or what? Yeah. 
So, you know, I think Seth Rollins wanted to prove himself to Cody in a way. Because, you know, it's been a while since they wrestled each other. I mean, I still think back to the Shield and like Gold Dust and Stardust feud, mm-hmm. which was so awesome. Uh, that's when, you know, they they got, they saved their jobs in a way and got all that. But, uh, I mean, Cody Rhodes back. I, it's going to be interesting to see where he is positioned though, Because, you know, is he the one to dethrone Roman? Probably not. But where is he going to go? <laughs> that's going to be the the telling sign. So, and then Seth has been on quite the losing streak. Isn't him? It's probably time for Seth to get some payoff. You know, maybe a two-time Money in the Bank winner or something like that. So, both these guys should be interesting. I kind of feel like they're going to feud over the summer because you could have Cody say, "Are you upset saying he's a visionary?" Cody could be like, "I am one, like legit. <laughs> I went out and helped <laughs> form a company." So. Do you see them kind of feuding over the next couple months, Greg? I would love it if they did. Um, this match was, like you said, the second best match of the night. And I had a few thoughts about this match as I was watching it. Was mm-hmm. um, First of all, you know, I just a couple of weeks ago was complaining about, you know, every wrestler having a, a blackout before he yeah. appears. And, I mean... The last one we just saw was for Buddy Murphy. I mean, Buddy Murphy doesn't deserve a blackout. But uh, the way they did this one. It thought, this, I still thought I was Taker till the end. Exactly. <laughs> this is how you use the blackout. Yeah. Uh, you know, to okie doke and get everybody thinking one way and then go the other. Um, and when, you know, the lights go out and a world full of pyro explodes and then everything goes dark and everybody gets their lighters out. Everybody's thinking Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And then when the uh, rest is more than one royal family, mm-hmm. everybody's like, what? Because I know that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And it took a minute for it to click in. Oh, crap, it's Cody. And then the, mm-hmm. you know, coming up from the bottom of the stage and the big entrance and, uh, and the song, I mean, AEW Cody is in WWE. That yeah. was completely unexpected. We expected him to come back, yeah, but to be in complete AEW gimmick, wow. I mean, that was totally unexpected. I mean, I don't think he was going to come back if he couldn't do it the whole package, like he said. Yeah. So, so I'm just shocked that Vince let that go. I mean... Mm-hmm. You figure there'd be some tweaking, uh, you know, I'm sure the name stays, but, you know, you know, tweaking some things, but everything, the, the same gear, the same music, the same mm-hmm. presentation as before. Wow. I'm, I'm surprised that, uh, you know, he's well, signed off doesn't, on that. Vince probably almost gives Cody credit for doing like, for having that ball, you know, having the balls to do that almost in a way to go out, prove him wrong. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Because Vince has always said, you know, you got to grab the brass ring. You got to prove me wrong. So right. I think Vince was okay bringing him back in the fold. And uh, there's some quotes coming out that, you know, with Variety Magazine that Cody told him, you know, I'm bringing the whole package. And Vince is like, well, if it ain't broke, it's, which is kind of funny because <laughs> <laughs> there are a few things broke. But anyway, so, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, so where do, we, where do you think Cody's going to go, though, after this? Um, well, I'm, you know, I'm all in on the whole, um, 
feud with Seth. Uh, doesn't like they're going to turn him heel, so Seth is a great opponent, and they can yeah. go back and forth for a good couple months. Um, you know those promos are going to be great, um, and those two, you know, just based off that match last night, those two are going to give us some bangers of of matches going forward. And this is just you know the first taste. Now you can, you know. Add in, you know, gimmick matches and things like that. So I think it's only going to get better. But this can we is bring a good in way to... Brandy and Becky. Oh, absolutely. I don't see why you wouldn't. I'm mm-hmm. sure uh, Brandy's going to be is you know sign her name on the contract with him. So yeah, um, you can make use of her. Of course, the downfall is Brandy is nowhere near Becky's level. So that, you know, <laughs> that's going to be tough because, you know, we haven't seen much of Brandy wrestling wise that makes me believe she's got, you know, she has the full package yet. But um, yeah, and they didn't boo Cody, which which was no. something I was looking forward to oh, seeing yeah. is um, now raw after WrestleMania may be a whole different thing. But um, I was waiting to see how they were going to, to treat him reaction wise. And uh, you can see in those exchanges where it, each one takes turns punching the other mm-hmm. that uh, Seth was getting the boo and Cody was getting the A. And um, so for, at least for this one night, face. I think he's going to get the heroes welcome on night after mania. And, you know, I'd probably put him in the opening, like maybe kick it off uh, just to let him soak that all in and, you know, give his return speech and all that. So, and, you know, maybe Seth interrupts it to kind of spoil the welcome, but that's the thing too. It's probably, mm-hmm. It's probably who he's positioned against. Yeah. Um, you know, right now, it's probably got to be Seth Rollins or The Miz. <laughs> you know, like those are your top heels kind of on Raw. I think that's the thing, too. I'm going to assume Cody's on Raw more so than SmackDown for now. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, it should I mean, and then like we see, where does Seth go? Because does he become more unhinged? <laughs> you know, so... Um, Maybe he comes a lunatic fringe. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, um, be fun. how about how about Charlotte and Rhonda? Charlotte retaining. That was yeah. a surprise. It was a surprise. Um, I started to you know you know doubt it a little bit with uh, Bianca winning because I don't think it happens too often that both. Belts change hands. Yeah. Um, and I guess now we know why the match wasn't deemed a submission match because you need a place to go from here. Yeah. And with the screwy finish, you know, so backlash. This, yeah. Backlash, maybe have a legit submission, um, match. submission match because, you know, she was tapping out in the arm bar when Rhonda comes out. On Monday night, she can. We got a ref spot. We never video. get a ref spot in women's matches either. I feel like. Yeah. Or exactly. Not often. I can't recall a ref spot like a legit ref ref bump. Maybe we have recently, but um, so that's because that's the thing too. Usually with those ref bumps, you're like, well, who's going to come out? <laughs> you know, who's going to? Um, but obviously, it was showing the tap. Uh, I some people are calling it the worst match um, for a women's side. I didn't think it was bad. It just, you know, like we said, it didn't seem to have that oomph it needed, but, you know, I thought they cared themselves, you know, I don't know. It, it seemed fine to me. 
Yeah, it, it seemed like a good match. It was a solid match. It wasn't, you know, five star. This is I mean, awesome. We see why it was match, not the but, main event, right? I mean, yeah, but we kind of knew that all along. So, because uh, I don't know if you saw that, apparently Ronda Rousey walked out of the Hall of Fame taping because she found out she wasn't the main event, but then she worked the match last night. So it's like things must have been okay. But um, yeah, I still would have put Bianca and Becky at the end. If we did have, <laughs> if we did not have what we had last night, which I know you called, Greg, uh, so good call on that. Um, yes, sir. Almost a twenty-minute was about 15, 20 minute match, I think. About yeah. Or whatever it was. Um, Stone Cold defeats Kevin Owens, raises hell, as it says on WWE um, official results. So uh, Stone Cold held his own. I. I thought he was like 52, 53. I come to find out he's 57. <laughs> so that threw me for a loop. But um, Kevin Owens has raised his stock up to ridiculously high levels. Right, Greg? I mean, Kevin Owens' stock can't get any higher now. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, this is why, you know, he's not in AEW right now because WWE can promise something like this to him. And, you know, He's never had more eyeballs watching him than he did in that uh, 20 minutes last night. And uh, it was, it's the perfect send-off. We, we, it had to be a match. I mean, you, you can't yeah. top WrestleMania with the top segment. And, you know, those reports, you know, there's rumors, things that go along. But, you know, him having a ring built at his property on his ranch, yeah. you know, you don't build a ring if you're – just planning on having a talk segment and um, I loved how Kevin did it, you know, you know, doing 90% of the talking and just leaving Stone Cold to react and then, you know, call the match on and just have a knockdown drag out type of fight, which exactly what it was, just a fight. And then, you know, stutter, pour some beers and, perfect way to close out the night everybody goes home happy and you know on a big high and we carry that to tonight and go get your um stone cold beer i don't know how i kept joking with my family because i watched it with them and man how many times did we get that camera shot of the beer in the corner of the ring like <laughs> i mean that's uh segunda whatever it is i mean my brother even looked it up uh so for us to get a 12 pack delivered here greg uh, oh, really? Let's take a guess on how much mud it would be. Oh my goodness! To de- to deliver it to Indianapolis? Yep. Oof. What, about twenty dollars shipping. Well, over yeah, I guess overall it'd be eighty four bucks. Ooh. A twelve pack of beer. So I'm like, eh, I think we'll wait till it's more readily available. I'm not a drinker anyway, but I did joke. I'm like, well. I almost would have drank just a little bit just for that last night. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I'll pass on paying 84 bucks for a 12-pack of beer that I'll probably have one sip of and be done with. So uh, I'll keep I'll keep using DoorDash, though, to pay 25 bucks to get my McDonald's delivered here. <laughs> I doesn't want to get out of bed, but I don't know about beer delivered here. So, yeah, that was that was kind of funny to see. But uh, And then uh, good old Byron. I, I was hoping he'd get us <laughs> out of his shoes. I was really hoping he'd pull the Michael Cole route and have the shoes come off. But uh, Corey Graves was the best during that when he's just like, 
yes, it's happening, it's happening. And I was like, oh, Byron, don't fall for it. So, uh, right, everybody knew it for him. Yeah. But, That's yeah, great. So, but, yeah, night one, really, I mean, every there wasn't much to complain about, you know, much to kind of get down. I mean, like I said, some people really went to town on the Charlotte Ronda. I feel like they were going to go town on it anyway. It could have been a great match, Greg, and I felt like people – we're just kind of putting it in that we we're gonna hate it no matter what. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I felt like they kind of gave that stigma to it. So um it should be interesting to see where they go and um Ron or uh Ke- I was gonna say real quick too, uh Kevin Owens have that huge cut on his arm, then the beard and it's like, Oh my god, that cannot feel good. <laughs> like right. hopefully it's not a strong alcohol <laughs> um fruit or whatever, because man. Like that thing just kept pouring in there. I'm like, oh, that is not, you know, so. But I just couldn't believe Stone Cold, you know, taking bumps at 57 years old. And I mean, yeah, he didn't. At times he looked a little obviously slower, <laughs> you know. Um, sure. Nothing beats him getting the ATV to come down to the ring. Because I did joke. I'm like, well, if Undertaker was going to come down, he needs a, a golf cart or something just so we don't have to wait forever. But um, <laughs> yeah, so. And uh yeah, anything else, Greg, from WrestleMania night one that uh caught your eye that we missed? Yeah, I was I was super impressed with Stone Cold with uh how well he uh performed. Now it was a great of matches we can expect. I like you said, I'm a fifty seven year old man. It beats the crap out of watching sixty year old Sting over on AEW. Um yeah, and stop hating on Charlotte and Ronda. The Ronda the match was great. Well, uh, great, but above <laughs> average, I at least say above average. Um, you know, Ronda's wrestled like one singles match since her return, mm-hmm. and that was a uh, kind of a joke of a match with Sonya. And so, after what three years, mm-hmm. you know, come back and having a high profile match at WrestleMania, it's going to be bumpy, but you know, both women, you know, carried themselves really strong and you know the match was strong so you know stop hating on charlotte and ronda because you're going to see more of it uh i'm pretty sure that ronda's going to come out and show the footage of charlotte tapping and that's oh, how yeah. we're going to get a continuation in a real submission match so um i'm sure that's going to happen plus those the outfits for charlotte and or not charlotte but uh becky bianca. and bianca, bianca. holy oh, smokes yeah. Those entrances were amazing. Um, Becky coming out in the uh, the SUV, mm-hmm. and then Bianca getting the marching band and coming oh, yeah. down. <laughs> uh, the gear was fire. Um, so just you know, loved the entrances that they gave everybody. Just full, full, full of spectacle. And, you know, as we expect, nothing less from WWE. So awesome night one. A lot of times Bianca makes her own gear, which is so crazy to think. Like <laughs> just, you know, her sitting in a her hotel room or something or sitting in at home and sewing her own gear. Like <laughs> that seems like something an independent wrestler who's like you yeah. know, trying to make a buck would do, but uh she uh she definitely does it. So And it looked amazing. Um, yeah, definitely. There was one more oh I was gonna say I wonder if you know I brought up NXT TV. I almost wonder if they might do Charlotte and Ronda on like a super SmackDown or something like that to kind of pop the rating, 
you know, maybe make that the main event. Um, but, you know, like we said, we got backlash coming up. So I would assume yeah. we'll wait till backlash. But yeah, I was just kind of curious if they might go that route. But um, we'll kind of see where things go. So uh, let's do our last commercial breaks real quick for elite performance and then right into Sean Nugent for some realty talk and uh, get your predictions for night two of WrestleMania. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering, if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. All right, so this is happening tonight. Uh, I think we said it last night, all new day. Uh, I don't see any reason for Ridge and Sheamus to win this. Uh, but new day and Sheamus, Ridge, get the call tonight. Wouldn't surprise me if it's open in the night. Just kind of let that play out. So, you know, give the New Day a fun entrance. And Ridge and Sheamus can have their entrance and uh, play that out. So, any change from yesterday, Greg, on this match? <laughs> Here we go. Unification Sunday. I got mine ready. Where's your uh, strap, Stephen A? Where's your strap? Uh, we got a unit. <laughs> yeah, I need to get that. I got like three or four straps. I need to... Need to get them out. I'm I'm working on this room here. I still got some stuff to add on, obviously. All so. right. I don't see any straps uh, on that bookcase of yours. It's trying to not yeah. Trying okay, to turn yeah. it up. I need I need a bigger bookcase if I want to do the yeah. I need to <laughs> try to figure out where I want to do stuff in Steven's Studio 2.0. So we're still working out the kinks here, but um, yeah, we'll we'll see where things are. How about this? Well, as long as we're uh, talking about straps, I'm taking oh, new date. I think in the uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm still, still sticking with New Day in this one that uh, have a good, fun uh, beginning of the night. So, yeah, yeah I kind of I hope it opens just so it gives them the um, the love from last night. I mean, yeah, like I said, I think between Cody Rhodes's entrance take a little bit longer and Shay or um, <laughs> Drew cutting the cutting the ring in half. Um, hopefully he apologized to his best friend Seamus for that. So. Um, yeah, but anyways, um, also it's funny. I don't know if you saw Greg. So Seamus put a pair of scissors and then the acclaimed, uh, Bowens, Anthony Bowens, I think is his name. He's like, everyone yeah. loves the acclaimed. So he put a tweet out to, to Seamus saying that. I don't know. 
since they kind of do the the scissors looking yeah um, high five so um how about this one greg are, are you still on sasha and Na- sasha and naomi all the way all the way that's not even a question the other three teams don't even make sense anymore so it's just in our misery now, and put it on the real team now they've been getting all the upper hand though greg are, are you going with the no matter what yep no matter what new champs tonight well, sasha and naomi hmm. You can already tell I'm leaning towards the underdog. I'm going towards Liv and Ray, Rhea. I really want Liv to have a WrestleMania moment. I know Sasha probably deserves it more. I believe Sasha is defeated <laughs> at WrestleMania, so <laughs> she probably has earned it. But but they just won last night or Friday night. They just won. Like, I keep feeling like Sasha and Naomi are getting all the upper hand, and it just, I don't know. I could see Rhea and Liv stealing it somehow so i'm going to relive greg is dumbfounded by that so that's okay how about this be wrong i know i can be wrong i've been wrong (laughs) i've been it won't be the first it won't be the last i've been wrong plenty i was wrong last night so um this one i'm gonna go first i'm gonna call for the street profits i feel like we've already had rk bro hold it we've had alpha academy I now, like you said, I I would like to see a little bit different side of Street Profits, but I just feel like they're the they're kind of the odd team out. Now that would be weird. We're going to change all kinds of titles, but I do think this is Street Profits for the win. Greg, how about you? Absolutely, I'm Team Street Profits. I okay. love seeing them have a uh, WrestleMania moment, and you know this is the perfect time to do it. The the belt's been jockeyed back and forth between Alpha and, and RK Bro, and it's time for Street Profits to get their turn against. They've gone a while without um, the straps, and I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, but I'd still like them to uh, to go heel for a little bit, add a little extra juice to uh, their presentation. Uh, it worked wonders for the Usos when they finally went uh, heel. Um, I think you do the same thing for the uh, street profits, you know, just have a moment in the match where, you know, a, uh, a chair shot behind the referee's back, you know, ends up being the, uh, the kill shot and, you know, got new champs. Or even stealing the pin. Like, I kind of wonder if they might do that kind of where it's under the radar type, but it's still, but now with Bianca being a face champion, I, I, I feel like, you know, Montez and Angelo, um, I think they're going to kind of stay face as well. So, but it would be cool if Bianca could come out and celebrate with Montez, you know, I was hoping, you know, after, after he wins. So uh, we'll kind of see if that happens, but I I was kind of surprised you went Street Profits because I, I kind of felt like they were the under the radar winner here. But uh, if we, I, I should have looked at our odds. I forgot to bring up our odds. So I'm curious to see, where the odds are laying for this match. So uh, Raphael cannot join us. He was a little busier this morning. So um, it'd be interesting to get his read on this. So uh, how about this one, Greg? <laughs> uh, well, the China Knoxville does a better job than Logan Paul did tonight or last night. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's going to be a fun match, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a whole lot of 
weird objects that we don't usually see in a uh, anything goes type of match. Yeah. Uh, you know, jackass style. So I am going to go against my better judgment and say Johnny Knoxville is going to win. And I'll go the opposite. I think Sami Zayn wins. Here's my far-fetched, that's never going to happen, Greg, idea, but you already <laughs> know where I'm going. Kevin Owens comes out and helps them or something like that. <laughs> like, I would love this. If it's anything goes, you know, maybe Kevin Owens kind of gets some sort of, because I'm still all in, Greg, on my Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn tag team. I know they've already done it back in their independent days, but, man, I would love to see them kind of do it again. And But with with the way both guys are now and just the position they are, but I I don't think it happens, but that would be my my fantasy booking that I kind of would love to see. Um, KO helping not, you know, Sami Zayn in a roundabout way uh, to kind of give him the win. You know, and then they they never cross paths again or something weird like that. So I'm gonna call Sami Zayn though to pick up the win. I just feel like Knoxville's got all the upper hand. You know, we had Logan Paul win last night. So sorry, Johnny, like you you gotta eat the L tonight. So this is the one. <laughs> I have no effing clue which way to go, Greg. Like with Lashley, is he already I don't want him in that spot of having to put over guys already, right? I mean, it's it's a weird spot for him to be in in this. Do we get some weird finish that both guys maybe double count out, maybe double DQ? So backlash can lead to something, but so I'm going to say, Greg, I'm going to call it no winner here <laughs> just because I, <laughs> I know that's a total cop out, but I feel like there's got to be some fluky finish to keep it going. And because I don't think Lashley coming back from injury can lose almost as obviously their cash cow or the, you know, their big cow right now. So he can't lose. So I'm calling for no finish or no DQ or no, no contest, something like that to give us no clear winner tonight. How about yourself? I totally agree with that. Um, I love this matchup because when uh, almost was out there, you know, calling out anybody to face him, uh, you know, I, we forgot about Lashley. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, uh, it's a fun thought to look at this match and go, okay, this is going to be, good this is going to be you know a banger literally and um you know you look at it he's like okay who's going to win um so it's it's fine i agree that it's it should end in a uh a non-finish uh i was thinking of him you know fighting up into the crowd and and getting counted out yeah um you know something like that I was to say real quick, do you think the crowd's going to be more in favor of Lashley? It feels like they are on Lashley's side. Do we kind yeah. of see a face run for Lashley? Or, do, or uh, is it just because of this feud that it feels like the crowd is more on his side? I think it could be a face run, uh, just given the fact that when he came out to answer the challenge, that mm-hmm. there was no MVP. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, so, you know, he's kind of the symbol of, Lashley being healed. So if he's going to mm-hmm. do this run without MVP, he's probably doing it as a face. Could we bring um, the Hurt Business back in a face side? You could. I um, mean... The Hurt Business was mega over 
while they were having their run. So there's no reason you can't do it again. Yeah, uh, for the purpose of this prediction, though, I will just to yeah, be sorry. contrarian, uh, just to be contrarian, uh-huh. give the win to almost and give him his first WrestleMania moment. And it wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't surprise us in a way if he got the win, because like I said, I called all along for him to win the Andre the Bot, you know, Andre the Giant Battle Royal if they were going to have that on WrestleMania. So if he wins, I mean, it then, you know, what's next? <laughs> That's what's interesting. You know, if he beats Lashley, you know, shouldn't he get the title? <laughs> you know, like who who can't beat him? That's probably the weirdest thing about it. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to kind of see where this match goes tonight. But um, just like this one, I've gone back and forth so much, Greg. <laughs> I'm going to call McAfee because I feel like he hasn't got any upper hand at all in this. And I mean, yes, because I think theory will be fine. And I don't know. It just feels like McAfee needs to get that, at least that one up over it. Maybe backlash, maybe theory comes out on top in the war or something like that, you know, that type. But um, I guess the bigger question is, does Vince involve himself, which I will say yes as well. I think he slaps McAfee, which gives me the reason to give McAfee the win ultimately. Uh, this aside from Brock and, and Roman, this is my favorite match of the night. Oh. Uh, just because Pat McAfee won me over after I saw that match with him and Adam Cole. Yeah. That match was, I did not expect what I got out of him. And it made that match so much better. Yeah. Um, you know, he was feeling like the equivalent of, you know, the special celebrity guest in a match and, it being just a, you know, nothing match. But that match was five stars, hands down. And those of you who are listening to us and you haven't seen that match, Pat, uh, Pat against Adam Cole, go watch it. You'll date me later. And War um, Games. I mean, Pat held his own at War Games. True. Mm-hmm. Um, so so, so this, for this, this match. This is his only third match ever, right? Yeah, on WWE, yeah, <laughs> third match. So That's dude's doing well for himself. Yeah. Um, and I was looking at it too analytically. Um, you know, if, if Austin wins, you know, he, he bribes the app, you know, Pat McAfee, and he's on a crazy win streak mm-hmm. and been beating, uh, you know, my guys Ricochet and Finn Balor lately, which I still hate that. But um, could Finn you know, make a, a spot in here maybe? To kind of even the odds if Vince is out there, it's possible. Yeah, um, you know, one of you know McAfee's crew could come down and back him up. Um, you know, he has two other guys, you know, on his talk show that uh, that back him up there. Maybe one of them come out with him or something like that. He always talks about AJ Hawk. AJ Hawk has mm. turned up on WWE TV before, um, so. You know, any of that's possible. Uh, Love Austin Theory and everything he's been doing since he came up from NXT. Uh, one of the guys who's developed the right way and mm-hmm. been better in on the main roster than than he was in NXT, which is something we can't say for very many people. Okay. Um, so my official prediction is going to be I say Austin. Oh, 
Okay, Austin wins. I mean, <laughs> it won't. It won't. I mean, and once again, this is like the same as you know. I I understand why he'd win, like, but it just it just feels like why is it McAfee got one? Like McAfee's legit got not. I feel like he's got to come up. He hasn't got one up on you know. Well, maybe I guess he has once maybe with fit, but was it that Finn helping him or something? Like yeah, it just feels like Theory and McMahon have just every in every corner. Like, um, so do you think Vince McMahon involves himself in this match, Greg? Um, I don't see it. I, I picture a backstage segment before he goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see him at ringside though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I can definitely you know believe it would happen. Yeah. Um, I'm just not picturing it. I think it could be like a just a one-on-one match and just crazy high spots and McAfee diving all over the place. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna steal the show as far as you know most impressive performer, but in a losing effort yeah so um you know he's gonna be able he on the other hand you'd be able to brag about beating austin theory and that doesn't help austin theory out at all um you know to be stacking all these wins and then lose to the announcer so you know how do you carry that forward so i mean that's why i'm a little hesitant on my call but at the same time i just feel like mcafee hasn't got enough (laughs) enough Ups, you know, I feel like he has, you know, he hasn't come out on top that often, if ever. So against this whole thing. So. True. But um, the other thing is with uh, McAfee being on SmackDown and Austin being on Raw, that you know McAfee could win it, and then they carry on as if nothing happened. So yeah. there's that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Michael Cole's won a match at WrestleMania, Greg. So <laughs> right. Always. <laughs> 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 He's got one more win than Sasha Banks right now at WrestleMania. <laughs> so who would have ever thought? This is another one. I mean, should I just get out my coin and flip it up like heads or tails? Because I I could see a call for both guys, but I'm going to say Edge because he's starting the new look. Or not new. He's, he's re, re-transitioned himself, you know, re invented himself sorry that was the word i'm looking for um also i'm hearing he might be forming a faction soon which is interesting we'll get into that in just a minute greg but uh after our predictions and see where you think about that but i just feel like you know i think this is gonna be another one like cody and um seth this is probably gonna go for a couple months or a few months i don't think this is a one-off so that's why i think edge could get out on top this time and then, you know, AJ could get back a backlash and they go back and forth. But um, what's your official prediction for this? And then I'll uh, I'll float out the idea that I've been seeing about this new faction that Edge could form, Greg. Yeah, um, this this tonight is so loaded with s- such awesome matches. Mm-hmm. Like everything seems to be, you know, five star beggar quality. Um, this is, you know, technically it's going to hands down be the best match of the night. Um, I do expect a more, you know, sadistic kind of edge. Yeah. Um, you know, boarding on Malachi Black type of territory. Yeah. With, uh, you know, him going to the dark side, so to speak. So, um, and AJ's the perfect foil for him. 
Uh, I've been riding with both of these guys for the longest. Um, AJ going all the way back to his teen A days. Um, mm-hmm. Edge since his team extreme days, five second pose days. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this match, see, I'm even going to go with the visual aids right here. Can you see that? Oh, there it is. Yep. They don't want none. They don't want none. There you go. We'll <laughs> help you. We'll do. There you go. Now you can see it. Um, yeah, and AJ hasn't. I mean, talk about AJ's status at WrestleMania, though, Greg. I mean, so what? Let's see: Jericho, Shane, Undertaker, Nakamura. Who else am I missing? Oh, last year, uh, the the Street Profits. Or no, was it? I can't remember who he won the tag team titles. Um, but that's a pretty that's a pretty strong WrestleMania, you know, career. Um, but so here's the faction idea I'm hearing, Greg. Damian Priest possibly linked up with Edge, and that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And I'm starting to wonder. Champa's kind of a psychotic guy at times. Could you maybe go that route, and maybe Champa shows up with Edge? I don't think it happens, but I was just. You know, I don't know. I don't know if they'll do just Edge and Damian Priest for a little bit, but if you're going to do a faction, I feel like you need a few guys. So, um, what do you think about Edge kind mm-hmm. of teaming up with Damian Priest to kind of get him more sadistic? I guess if you want to call it that. I like it. Um, I figure if Edge was to pick a protege, he would pick Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, you know same you know type of stature they have the same type of uh vibe with their characters mm-hmm. um priest is doing you know the dark path kind of thing and he's always been you know pretty metal guy and edge has always been pretty metal guy they, those mm-hmm. similarities um you know you can see why he would um, choose priest to to be somebody that he wants to you know, help down up. the road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I definitely buy that. Uh, Champa would be fine just because he's type of the older version of of Priest, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the old vet you already has that sadistic edge, but mm-hmm. you know, we kind of be like an enforcer kind of yeah. uh, presence in the group. So, you know, I think the, Priest is actually older than Champa, which is funny. Uh, yeah, which is funny. Are, yeah. I'm looking up. I think Damien Priest is, let's see. Oh, he's eight, born in 80. Oh, so he's like 39. And then I wonder what Champa is, because I was trying to figure out. Um, anyways, yeah, but it's weird to think like, you know, well, they didn't make, oh, Champa's 36. So yeah, Priest is even older than, you know, um, Champa, which is funny because Champa looks like, <laughs> yeah, he looks like, well, he looks older than, now, Greg, they, they did make him dye his beard, uh, so he looks a little bit younger. But um, is this the possible show steal of the night, match steal of the night? It's, it has a lot of competition up against it. Like I said, uh, McAfee and Austin Theory, I got in that top slot right now, but this could definitely be the one. So I think between those two matches, that we're definitely going to get our show stealer. Now, I do think we're going to, this is going to be one of those, like, I think it's going to take a little bit to get going. And I hope that, you know, I think it's going to turn off people. Um, But with the way that Edge has been positioned, that makes sense to 
kind of, you know, slow it down and make a plotting match, but it could still end up pretty strong because of where it's heading. So I think yeah. the start doesn't necessarily mean what the finish is type stuff with this match. So. Um, and then here we go. I don't know where the hell to call this one, Greg. I'll let you go first. Are you all team Brock? <laughs> you all team I, Brock? You know what, man? I love it because, you know, you look at this match and you can make a case for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Roman has the streak. You know, he has undefeated as the head of the table. Yeah. Um, there don't seem to be any challengers, you know, left for him to beat. Uh, and, you know, who is that guy? But, you know, it's Brock. Brock is Brock. And my whole thinking of it is that, uh, you know, he can lose during this uh, head of the table reign and get it back. Uh, nothing is lost in the process. Uh, give more reason to continue out the storyline to where he gets it you know, maybe back at SummerSlam or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't affect, you know, the gimmick, anything. It may actually make it more fun with the roles reversed and him being angry that he's not the guy who's the first mm-hmm. unified champ. Okay, yeah. Um, and, you know, he can still get it back in plenty of time to start another win streak, roll into next WrestleMania with The Rock, and then uh, whatever happens there happens. Uh, I think it's more likely here that he would lose it than next year against The Rock because yeah. unless Rock's going to commit to a year back in the ring, mm-hmm. you know, I don't see him beating the, or Rock beating him because what's Rock going to do? Take the title and then give it up the next night? Yeah. Um, it's, so, you know, looking forward, it would make more sense that you know, Brock wins. Brock's there. He's, you know, showing up. He's doing his own thing right now, you know, by himself as a solo act, no Paul Heyman. And it's been amazingly effective. Um, and, you know, it, the titles can always change hands down the road. So, and they didn't take the fact that Roman's got the upper hand in all the big uh, oh. matches. Uh, so Madison Square Garden, it just happened. Um, day one, so everything is fell in Roman's favor. So I think there's got to be a moment where where Brock gets the upper hand, and this is no better place. Now, and I guess the big question is, do they actually go through with the unified title, or do they just have them, whoever wins this match, holding both titles until they're ready to separate them again? Which one do you think happens, Greg? Do you think they're just going to hold both titles and act like it's unified until they're ready to split them up again? No, I think there's going to be a brand new title that signifies the unified championship. And if they if they split it again, it won't be until the draft. Yeah. And then they can bring out the the multicolored belts again, but I think there's going to be a whole different belt that signifies there's one champion. And that's, what's going to be what they're wearing tomorrow. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm, I'm going Roman. I just think, and he brought it up the rock. I think 
you know, stone cold ending last night. I think you have the rock show up tonight to confront Roman. And then you have your year long bill to next year. And I don't, I think Roman could still win the next year with the title. I'm not, and like you said, maybe he loses it in the meantime and then gets it back. But I think ultimately you're bigger, you're, you've got to be booking for Roman and rock next year in LA in Hollywood especially if you say you put rock in the hall of fame next year, just to kind of give that extra ump too, even though, you know, I was, I was thinking about last night, Greg. So our hall of fame next year, you could probably do triple H. You could probably do Batista. I mean, you could probably do the rock. I mean, next year could be any one of those guys as your headline. It's probably going to be triple H, right? I mean, now that he's officially right. retired, like there's no doubt that, but Batista hasn't got his moment yet. So why not, you know, let Batista have it, especially like we said, in Hollywood. So next year's Hall of Fame could be really interesting to watch. You know, right, but Rock has hasn't officially retired though. That's true. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I don't see him doing it for that reason. But, but and like at- I said, with the whole uh Rock versus Roman, do you really see Rock beating Roman? No. And that's my point, is that yeah. you're going to do this whole build for a year only to have Roman retain. It's, it's more feasible that Brock wins. Yeah. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's what's interesting. Like, like I said, you, could, you can argue for both of them. And I neither, but then again, where do you go with Brock for next year? Or we'll just worry about that next year. like you know because i always feel like brock is kind of planned ahead as well you know what i mean like hey uh, where you can go with brock next year is gable stevenson hmm. you know gable stevenson gets a year of polish last night they did and with the similarities ncaa wrestling champion the amateur background the championships the same path yeah right i mean if anybody matches up with Gable Stevenson, it would be Brock Lesnar. And they could have matched that they could have, uh, leaning on their amateur skills yeah. and uh, Brock being the guy that puts him over, uh, being the alpha male of our species, as as uh, McAfee likes to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's a rocket ship to the moon right there. Yeah. Uh, maybe more so than him beating Reigns. And you did wonder if Stevenson would be on TV sooner rather than later, now that they brought him out last night. Uh, they did bring him last year, but that's what after he won the gold medal and they brought out the women's wrestling champion. So I didn't even thought about Gable Stevenson, but yeah, that could be something to watch as well. So, because um, like we said, like I said, I think it's Roman and Rock, no matter what, or, you know, you're, I think you're trying to bank on that next year. Yeah, so, no doubt. Um, there's just too much there that, you know, we haven't even touched Rock and Roman yet, so why not give us that WrestleMania? So, um, but yeah, I'm just curious. I do, I, I do think too, we'll see some blood in this match, right? Because they keep talking about blood for blood. Right. Um, I think it's gonna be a pretty stiff match. Do you think? I think there's gonna be maybe not legit shots, but I think there's gonna be harder than usual shots in this match. <laughs> You kind of see yeah. that happening, Greg. Like, 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean especially at the last time, Square. Yeah. Well, yeah. And well, then remember the last match they had? Well, remember at uh, uh, WrestleMania 32, right? I mean, there were some legit shots from Brock to Roman. So uh, Brock's probably <laughs> probably do some receipts from that. So um, yeah. How about this? Hey, do you Eddie? want to really piss that guy off too much? I mean, no, ask no. Randy Orton about what happens. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, he was the baddest man on the planet for a bit, you yeah. know, legitimately, you know, with the, when he won the UFC heavyweight championship. So, yeah. you don't want to go too far with that guy. So, I guess the last question we saw, you know, Cody Rhodes last night. Any surprises tonight that we can predict? Like, I still feel like there's got to be Bray. Like, I. There just seems like there's smoke there, <laughs> there's fire there, but I don't know where he fits. You know what I mean? It's not like he could just show up and do a segment or something like that. Um, and I guess we don't have any women's title matches tonight, so there's there's no reason for Bailey to show up, no real reason for Asuka to show up. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have any names. Like I feel like it's just going to be a straight-up kind of whoever's there tonight is there. Yeah, and the only possibility that even makes sense would be if Roman beats Brock, no, you know, Brock. somebody coming out on the on the stage, you know, as he's celebrating and somebody else, else's music hits. Yeah. Um, that being said, I don't even know who it would be. Uh, aside from Brock, which it may be <laughs> too soon, um, but if if you want to really, you know, start. If you building, really want to build it, I think you build it. Where better? Yeah, I mean, The um, Rock has always done the year-long builds anyway, so you know. Right. And you can have him show up at, you know, Survivor Series time or Royal Rumble time. I mean, you can, you know, you could have Roman kind of ignore it maybe, if Roman wins and you know, just pushes it aside until The Rock actually shows up to, you know, something like that. So, I mean, yeah, but or it could happen where the, uh, well, you know, when uh, Rikishi and like the the ancestors, Simonians, yeah, all come out on the stage, and you think they're going to come down to salute Roman, and they kind of, you know, move out flank the, for the sides of the, you're right, and Rock comes out, his music hits, and he comes out, and he stands in the middle, flanked like by the him. ancestry. Oh, right. I do like so, that idea. Yeah. So I can see something uh, like that. That would be fun. That would um his his mom was in the crowd last night. The rock's mom was there in the grandma, I believe. So, you know, there where there's smoke, there's fire, but uh so is Rip Flair if you didn't see him uh tweeting out that <laughs> Rhonda and Charlotte was the best women's wrestling match ever, but that's whatever. Rick Rick <laughs> might have been in a He's divorced now, Greg. He might have been, you know, a little heavy into something. So, anyways, but um, no. yeah, I, I like. He wouldn't be biased or anything. Yeah, he would never be biased at all. I do like that idea though, like where it's, you know, yeah, they've tried to embrace Roman, but now they can't embrace him anymore. Like he's just too far gone, and they, they bring out their own. <laughs> try, yeah. But especially if he does something underhanded to beat Brock. Yeah. Oh well, we know we know what that is the old. <laughs> low blow. I mean, what a, what a, it's, it's, if AJ Styles doesn't get low blowed, it's, uh, it's Brock, right? <laughs> I mean, they, they both, you know, kind of take it. So, 
Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying 90% tonight that The Rock shows up. And of course, it would be kind of weird because you had Austin closing last night and you have The Rock closing. Like, who would have thunk in 2022 you could have Austin closing a night of WrestleMania and The Rock closing a night of WrestleMania? But, you know, it is WrestleMania season. So, um, yeah, bring out yeah. the big guns. Bring out the big guns, literally. So, uh, anything else we got for the good of the cause, Greg? I'm just excited for, you know, tonight and then maybe even more excited for tomorrow night because night after is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, talk about who's going to show up. Um, I think it's going to be a, you know, cavalcade of stars that Veer. we haven't seen in a while. Veer's going to be there, Greg. Oh, my good. Well, there we go. Clear they, my calendar. Somebody did joke. They go, we noticed they didn't put a date. They just said April 4th, so it could be it could be April 4th, 2024, or April 4th, 2025. But um, yeah, that would yeah, we'll see uh, Veer coming to Monday night. Have you seen some of his Instagram or tweets of he where he's a, he's ready to go, Greg? He's just all dressed up and tweeting from you know really extravagant looking places. So uh, he's doing okay for not being on TV. For as long as he has, I think so. Uh, I don't yeah. know if he uh, if he's saved up money somewhere or something, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, but yeah, the Raw after Mania is always a fun one, and I, I kind of feel like they're trying to build up the SmackDown one now too. You wonder, so uh, mm -hmm. you know, kind of make that big. But enjoy the night, you know. Enjoy this weekend. Uh, you know, it's it's our Super Bowl weekend, so um, exactly. We got Kansas and. North Carolina playing on Monday night. So that should be interesting. Boo. Yeah. Go Kansas. I mean, hey, North Carolina gave Coach K his first loss ever, I believe. And now they gave his last loss. So, um, and did I don't know if you saw Greg, but Coach K finished 50 and 50. <laughs> like 50 wins for Duke and 50 wins for North Carolina. And their rivalry when he was there so that is that's so crazy and yeah. i think the point spread was like 10 points like total points between the two like that's how evenly matched <laughs> those schools are when it comes to you know that type of stuff but um i'm gonna enjoy the night i you know I, like i said i think some of the matches tonight won't be as high octane as last night but they'll still get to where they need to go so you know, especially yeah. that AJ and Edge. Like, we know how Edge's match has been going, so we just got to take that for what it is. But, uh, yeah. Well, you can uh, spread out the Comet Relief matches throughout the card so it's not so yeah. um, – does it get so heavy. You know, you start yeah. off with the New Day, yeah. you know, halfway you put in the uh, McAfee match, and then mm -hmm. as the uh, palate cleanser before the main event, you throw in the um, – the jackass match so and i almost you know, thought they were going to give us new day and ridge before new day ridge sheamus before stone cold segment and the ko show but um i thought that'd be the the kind of the fluffer match in a way but you know then as time kept going i'm like oh they're not gonna have time for that like you know even if you want to give it a few minutes so um at least they're giving up tonight this is the only good thing about two night wrestlemania greg like yeah they got caught last night they're cut like <laughs> they, you know, they're not going to be on anything. So 
I love, I have we talked about like, do you like the two nights? I do. I really think it. Uh, it's starting to grow on me. Um, I'm just thinking back to the, the one I went to uh, at 33, mm-hmm. and we got to the stadium at two in the afternoon, and we didn't yeah. leave until midnight. Um, so it was a very long day getting yeah. everything in at once. So breaking it up into two, three, three and a half hour, you know, bite-sized pieces is a lot more palatable. Yeah. But, you know, from from a cost standpoint, it's going to hurt you real bad. So mm-hmm. um, I like getting all of it at once, even if it took longer. But um, I see why they do the are, are doing the two nights and are probably going to stick with the two nights for the time being. So yeah. um, I'm still on the on the one night bandwagon um, mm-hmm. just because I'm a creature habit and like it the old way. But. It, it's starting to pull me to the two nights. Yeah, I feel like, and even, yeah, do we throw more matches that might not have been there? Probably, but that's getting more guys on and girls on WrestleMania. I yeah. mean, and ultimately, you know, that's the end goal. So, um, well, thank you for watching. Enjoy the evening. Enjoy the day. You know, get some rest because um, I think we're in for another long night tonight. Uh, so, you know, get your get your body, mind right for tonight. So and uh, we're good to go tomorrow morning. We'll give you one more day. Kind of look ahead at Raw, SmackDown, you know, maybe what could happen. Uh, maybe catch up on AW. Maybe what is ahead for that week as well. So um, lots of stuff to talk about as we we head into tomorrow night as well. So uh, thank yeah. you for watching. Enjoy the day. Peace.